Hey, it's February 5th, 2019. It's the Heath Mulligan Project. Uh, what I want to talk to you about today is optimal planting conditions, optimal growth conditions. Uh, I've just been thinking about this the last couple of days. Uh, I've been thinking about the fruit of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, self-control. Been thinking about all those things and thinking back over, you know, the last couple of months uh, and thinking about situations where I had peace and probably shouldn't, it didn't make sense for me to have peace and situations where I had patience uh, and probably shouldn't have had patience. I was, I was sharing a story with a friend. Um, just, you know, I was kind of dealing with somebody who, who, you know, was dealing with a difficult situation and things weren't going necessarily the way I wanted them to. And, uh, my friend was like, how in the world did you, you know, why didn't you kind of tell them off and kind of tell them, uh, you know, what the deal was. And I'm just like, dude, you know, it was just, you know, it's just one of those things where, you know, I was just, just had peace and, you know, I knew I needed to show love to this person. And, you know, it, in the end, you know, what we would have been fighting over really didn't matter. And so, you know, I kind of had to swallow my pride and just kind of let things, you know, let some things go. And, and, they were like, man, that just doesn't make any sense to me. And, and I think, I think a lot of times we believe, like we want the Holy Spirit in our lives. If we're believers, we want to be full of the Holy Spirit. And I've got some good news and bad news for you. The Holy Spirit being planted in our lives is not like planting a garden. When you plant a garden, you need the optimal conditions. Uh, last year, my sister-in-law, Pam, <clears throat> planted a little garden in our backyard. And uh, there was some stuff uh, that grew and did very well. And there was some stuff that uh, didn't. And part of it was because uh, she planted some of this stuff right next to a shed. And so the shed was blocking some of the sunlight. Uh, and it also blocked a little bit of the rain sometimes. And so there was a portion of that garden that wasn't in the optimal position. It wasn't, it didn't have optimal planting conditions. And when you're planting a garden, like you, you got, you want things to be perfect. You want the sunlight to be perfect. You want the ground to be perfect. You want the water to be perfect. You, you, you want to get all these things dialed in just right. And what's crazy when you're planting a garden or planting flowers is from one, you know, plant to another, you might need a little different conditions even within the same garden. But here's the thing with the Holy Spirit. The optimal planting conditions for the Holy Spirit to grow and to be fruitful in your life, it's not easy. It's not perfect. 
Like if, if, if our lives were completely peaceful all the time and there were no struggle and there were no strife and there were no difficult people, then how, how would anybody be able to look at our life and see that we had peace? No, it's when we're in situations where there should not be any peace existing when God, through his supernatural power, allows this peace to come out of our life through the power of the Holy Spirit. And he gives us peace in a stressful situation. He gives us peace in the time of the storm. And other people look around and they're like, how does this person have peace? And what are we called to do? We're called to give credit where credit is due. It's from the Lord. How, how do we get patience? If, if life were easy all the time, if the line at Walmart moved smoothly every time, if everybody drove wisely and correctly and safely, if children did exactly what we asked them to do, exactly when we asked them to do it, we wouldn't need any patience. But no, it's because of life situations that get us anxious and they get us stressed. And then it's in those stressful situations where we want to get in a hurry and we want to, we just want to get things done and God brings forth the patience and he allows us in that moment to be patient. He allows us to take a deep breath. He allows us to weigh things and give us perspective on things. You think about love. Well, how, love comes out when you have to love somebody that you don't want to love. When you have to show unconditional love to someone who's hurt you, to someone who's lied to you, to someone who's wronged you, stolen from you. When you have to love someone who the world says is your enemy. Someone who the world says, hey, you need to go after this person. You need to get even. But it's when you show them love and you don't seek revenge and you don't seek retribution. That's the witness right there. And that takes a supernatural act. It takes the supernatural power of the Holy Spirit. And all those things. And, you know, you think about all the situations we encounter where we want to fly off the handle. We want to yell at somebody. And I do think, man, are there times when we need to get good and angry? We need to be firm with people. We need to be stern with people. Absolutely. But there's also times where we need to be gentle. There's also times where it gets stressful and things kind of get out of control. And what the situation calls for and what the situation needs is something supernatural. It doesn't need the natural reaction. It doesn't need the natural uh, emotion. It needs something supernatural. It needs gentleness. It needs kindness. It needs love. It needs goodness. If life were grand all the time, why would we need joy? The supernatural power of the Holy Spirit allows us to experience joy in a world and in a life that is constantly trying to beat us down. It allows us to experience joy when we're bombarded with temptation. When we're bombarded with things, we're, we're bombarded with 
uh, wanting more. We're bombarded with, hey, you got this car, man, you could have this car. Hey, you've got this wife. Ooh, you could have this person. We're constantly bombarded with wanting the upgrade. And the Holy Spirit gives us joy. The Holy Spirit allows us to experience joy and contentment with what we have. Oh, well, that's what Paul writes in Philippians 4. He says, I can do all things through Christ. He's not talking about training for a 5K. He's talking about whether I'm rich, I'm poor, I'm free, I'm in prison. I've learned to be content in all things. That is the fruit of the Spirit. Paul's life is the fruit of the Spirit. You see the ups and downs that he experienced. You, experience, you see the persecution he experienced. That's why the church grows exponentially in countries where there is severe persecution. Because people who are not believers see the reaction of Christians. They see the fruit of the Spirit in their lives. They see something growing where nothing should be growing. And people say, man, I want that in my life. I want to be able to have joy where I should not be able to have joy. I want to be able to have peace in situations where I shouldn't have peace. That's the witness. That's the witness. And so my encouragement to you today is uh, don't lose heart. Don't lose heart. Don't judge yourself by the conditions of this world. Don't judge yourself by the same measure of this world. The world judges us by bank account. The judge, the world judges us by accumulation. The world judges us by the excitement of our experiences. The world judges us exactly by the things that don't matter in eternity. But I'll tell you this. You allow something supernatural to grow in your life. You yield yourself. You die to yourself daily. You allow the Holy Spirit to take control. You choose love where you could choose revenge. You choose joy where you could easily slip in despair. You choose peace where conflict presents itself. You choose gentleness when you want to lose your temper. You choose self-control when temptation bombards you. And it's all by the power and grace of God that we're able to do any of that. And the fruit of the Spirit is like a muscle, man. The more you exercise joy, the more you're going to want to exercise joy. The more you exercise peace, the more you're going to want to do that. And the more you do all those things, the more that God grows the fruit of the Spirit in your life, the more of a difference you're going to make. Because you're going to be an outlier in a world that wants to clone us all into its image. And that's not what we're about. We're about being made in somebody else's image. 
That's what the fruit of the Spirit is all about. It's taking on the image of Christ. So what are you going to do about it today? Are you going to look at your difficult situations and say, woe is me? Or are you going to look at, look at it as a growth opportunity? An opportunity for fruit to ripen and to bless others. As for me, the sun is up and the bed is made. And it's time to grab Tuesday by the tail and make things happen. <laughs>